0: Welcome, welcome to Ryback Show. I'm the bad Ryback back, ladies and gentlemen. We're streaming live over on TikTok and Instagram. The big guy, I back 22 on the live stream. So, thank you guys watching there. Swing on over, guys, to Ryback TV on YouTube. We're also, also on Facebook, Ryback Reeves, and Twitter, Ryback Rules. Uh, um, you guys are the co host of the show. The flow of the show, show go, go, your questions go. Hopefully, the microphone, too, is, uh, uh, is soft. Today, we're using the old Yeti Nano, the internal mic. There was a little bit of a, early on, um, last week, uh, echo with that. We got, we got taken care of there, of the switching mic. Hopefully, it's clean, clean, clear, here. it appears that uh, it is <clears throat> from what I what I can see. Uh, as this show though, this podcast is on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. If you're able to swing over to iTunes and leave a, pod, a positive review, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, this show is brought to you by, by my Feed More Nutrition Premium Premium Supplement, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No, no harmful art of sweeteners or color or colors. Vegan friendly for all people, men, women, he, she, and the, and the. On FeedMeMore.com, new, new customers, first time buyers, can, can save 30% with discount code RYBACK30 RYBACK30 at checkout. Use that discount code, and, and you also get a bottle of our, our one two muscle joint and tendon formula, um, that Fort formula. So huge, huge value you're getting. Getting a free gift with your order, saving thirty percent. And, and all regular customers are are, are great because you can save 20 percent with that code. Feed me twenty. Feed me me two zero to save twenty percent, and also also get the fifth. We got all the Ryback merchandise, accessories, and wear. with that, or with the best supplements on the planet, guys. Feed me more more.com Your one one stop shop for the best supplements on the planet. Uh audio echoing. There was echoing going, but go ahead and let me go ahead and switch, switch over to the mic again. I'm going to have going to have to do a complete reset, but not for this show. The uh, <clears throat> give me a moment. We're switch switch over to the internal mic. All right. We're on the internal mic, and let's see. Uh, the, the The sound should be better for everybody, and I apologize. It sucks. When it, there's nothing worse than technical issues doing a live show, but <clears throat> at least we can uh, pivot, get it corrected, and uh, we should be good. Somebody says, thank you for letting me know, guys, on that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Thank you, thank you. The uh, somebody says uh, you left WWE. Now you are now you are just eating my head. Yep, that's all that I'm doing. Thank you for 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 being aware and understanding everything going on. I'm also the owner of a of a successful supplement company uh, with fulfillment, a merch company with fulfillment on that as well, um, amongst a few other things with that. So I know some of you don't understand business and what goes into that and as well as being very, very active in one of the most influential social media uh, influencers in all of pro wrestling, despite not being on TV in six and a half years and while being shadow banned and suppressed. But, hey, if you want to say I'm just sitting around eating, I'm just sitting around eating, my man. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. And I appreciate that I'm still able to captivate you and get your attention to come on over to watch the Ryback Show. Uh, just eating. Sweet Sugar sh- uh, sugaru in the house, Tyler sugaru yo my favorite movie is adam sandler's the longest yard great movie great movie just saw that a few weeks ago it's got stone cold goldberg kevin nash and great collie in it yes it does it is uh i it, that was on during the christmas they have all the movies on and that was on on one of the days and i and i watched it not from beginning to end but from wherever i maybe about halfway through and uh Really, really, really good movie. I agree with you on that. That that's a. Those are the kind of movies that, like, if they're on, I'll, like, I could I could watch it again. It's like if Terminator Two comes on, even Terminator, I'm like I'll just stop and watch what I'm doing and watch it for a little bit. <laughs> I'm like that, like Happy Gilmore, Fifty First Dates, Wedding Crashers, Step Brothers. Those come on. I'm stopping what I'm doing. I'm just gonna watch some get that feel good feel good the memories from those movies and uh, yeah we've got somebody asking to please shell shock me you don't you don't want that uh, who do I think wins the Super Bowl uh, so uh, we got the playoffs going on now I watched the games yesterday congratulations to the 49ers and and the the Jacksonville Jaguars who which by the way, I thought that game was all but over. It was; it, they were getting blown out. I was going to go get my shoulder worked on today, but it was at night here, and I go and I, I go, man, it's a blowout. This game is over, and it, it wasn't a game that I was. <clears throat> I had, like. It just seemed like the the outcome was was set. The, the Jaguars looked horrible that first half, so I go, I get my appointment. I'm able to go get my shoulder worked on. After done, I'm, oh, I'm going to see what the final score is. It's in the fourth quarter. It's 20 to 30. Jacksonville has the ball. I go, well, geez, this is a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. And I'm looking and I see, like, I'm driving home trying to get home in time to watch the ending of the game. And uh, they score. And then they score and they get the ball back with like three minutes. I'm getting closer and closer to getting home. And I'm like, I got to see this the final minutes. And uh, I literally was like pulling in and I'm just on my phone and they, they, they kicked the game winning field goal, but I got in just in time to see like all the post game stuff with all that. And so what a, what a comeback with them on that, but to answer your question. So I'm a, I'm a Tampa Bay. I love, I love Brady and the bucks. I lived in Tampa for a few years. I'm not like so invested in a team where like, like so, so like, I'll be sad. Like I'll be, I'll be not sad. I, I want, I, I really want, Tom and Tampa to, to do really well. I would love for them to get back to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, they've been so hot and cold all season uh, and very inconsistent. And but all that matters is how you play going into the playoffs and and get that momentum. I don't think they have great momentum. I think they've shown more promise towards the end of the season. Uh, but we'll have to see. Any seven and zero against the Cowboys. So I do think it is realistic that and they beat them week one of the of the this regular season. I do believe that they they have the ability to win any of these games outside of the team that I think is by far the hottest is the San Francisco 49ers uh with Brock Purdy and I'll tell you I'm I think if if the if the, if the Bucks are are out I'm uh I am rooting for them because I love to the the 49ers I've always liked the 49ers I've never been like a favorite team or anything but I've always enjoyed I, Jerry Rice Joe Montana Growing up, I love Steve Young. I think Steve Young is just a great man, just one of the great all time, you know, just quarterbacks and an analyst with what he does. But the, um, I love that people, like, you see the comments, I, like, I tell you guys, like, how everyone gets hate. I love that the theme, like, Brock Purdy is, oh, and I could go play quarterback for the 49ers and win games with their offense and defense. And I love that it's like he's not getting, and he is getting the credit and respect from the people that know. Because I don't know if you know how hard, difficult it is to play in the National Football League, let alone win games, let alone be undefeated as a rookie going into a like, high-pressured situation where, like, they're ready to win now. And he's playing better than the previous quarterbacks that they had. And so, like, I love seeing, like, people be like, oh, he, yeah, but he's, he's it's the team. You have no, 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 no shit. That's the whole point of football, to be good. Like and he's going in there and he's delivering. He's not throwing interceptions. He's playing well, and it's like I I love just the whole like you know he the guy's gonna win the he could win the Super Bowl and people oh, he should have he was the team. yeah I don't know if you know how difficult it is for anybody to come in and, and to do that and uh, so I I there Buccaneers there's my choice if the 49ers win I'd be happy but I'll tell you too Buffalo. I grew up when they went to the four Super Bowls and and, and lost against Dallas and uh, with, with Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas. And I always loved the Buffalo Bills. I was always rooting for them uh, against the Cowboys. And I like the Cowboys growing up too, but I, I, I'm not like, I don't, I, I just root for good games and, and for players and moments. And like, I could find the joy in any situation of a team winning, uh, like where I don't, I don't, you know, yeah, I want the Bucks. I'm rooting for them, but I'm not. At the end of the day, it doesn't ruin my day or, or anything going on. And I could easily shift to another team and like story like the, the 49ers and Purdy. I would love for them to to, to get one. But Buffalo, like I said, if they, they pull it out, even you know, Burrow and the Buck or the Bengals getting there and, and losing in the Super Bowl, that's really tough. It's not easy. And you know, so I would love to see have him have redemption. It, that that's a great story. Like, right. So, you know, the Jaguars are a huge underdog, it seems like going into it they've pulled out some miraculous wins. Like that would be a thing. I think it'd be interesting just to see if the Jaguars win it. If WWE sends them a, a championship uh, replica and then Tony and the Jags just burn it in a trash can. We don't want your title. We've got the AEW title. That would be, that would be worth it for me if the Jaguars won. So, which I always loved the Jaguars when I was younger with Natron means he was always my him at drum. was always my, my number one running back. I love the, the bus, the big, the big brutes and the natron was right behind him and equally as talented, I think, but just didn't have quite the the career overall, but yeah. I'm doing well. Thank you guys for asking you guys. Super chats are greatly appreciated. It is a big guy coffee fund and, and shoulder massage money on here. Uh, yeah, I'm rumored to be in every year's Royal Rumble. I'm Anthony, I'm telling you 1,000%, I am not in the Royal Rumble. There have been no discussions. They could call me and say, we want you in the Royal Rumble tomorrow. I'd be like, no, thank you right now. It does not, I'm not doing anything. We've got the trademark stuff still going on, and a lot of things need to be taken care of prior to all of that. And, uh, and like I said, the shoulder, I want to be in a very certain specific place that, uh, Only I will know when that is, and we're getting closer and closer, but I am not in the Royal Rumble, nor would I ever, ever, after everything I've been through, just would not be worth it. So, Uh, Somebody says, do you think Stephanie is the whistleblower? And Vince probably said to her, either you step down or you're fired, because why else would you leave a company uh, which she worked at 40 years? Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. There's, I, I don't know. What is going on? And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, Vince McMahon it, it is his company. And, and he, you know, I think they all realize that. And at the end of the day, and with all that stuff happened and he stepped down, you know, it was maybe just a temporary uh, band aid put on everything until he figured out a way uh, to to get back in and which I think he probably has, <clears throat> which we'll have to see with everything with the sale. And we, we, this past week, we saw the stuff with the Saudi Arabia private fund, uh, which I think is a very, I don't think that is like a made up thing. I think, I think that probably got leaked on purpose and, uh, to maybe to, to gauge feedback on it as well. Um, but I think that would be, like I said, knowing that Vince McMahon is very money driven and oriented and, you know, what, so look at it too, like we'll talk about that for a second with, if they were to sell to the Saudi Arabia private fund, which I'm neutral to any of this, like it's not my company. And it, my thing is to is if, if maybe that makes the performers more money and wrestlers and then we, there's more opportunity to make more money and, and do good business and they form strategic, good relationships with, with American companies. It, it's at the end of the day, it's, it, it is what it is. On that, but he could be looking at that, where that if they were able to go back to a private company, and and so say he's able to sell to the Saudi Arabian private fund for, for six, seven, eight, nine, ten billion, whatever that 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 number is, right? His wealth is going to increase with that, and and he's if he's if they say okay, you're going to run everything until you, we see that you're unfit, you're unwell, and whatever those that verbiage is, right? and where vent essentially gets to run his company gets probably a salary, which would be knowing him, he would probably be able to get make more and get paid more to be in that position without the risk of it actually being his company anymore, as far as all the risk and, and everything on that, 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 and he could have, that could have been something that when he was away and with, with the people he has around him and that, well, Hey, this is the way back to do this. And, you know, him coming back and, and to try to, see can we get the television deals we need with them being the owners that, that this could be all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes right now and to kind of gauge like well what do you think about this with 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 fox and usa and you know if it's going to be something where it's a flat out we're not doing business with that then it's like okay now now they know and okay we're going to comcast or disney or whoever right with that that they'll, they'll see what their other options are but uh, I've said like, like they dropped the Ryback trademark randomly, suddenly, after all this time of this going on, and I, I really think that they are selling the company because you want to clean your books, you want to kind of any legal stuff you have going on that you can get over with, either settling or dropping or whatever they, they, you, you choose to do, um, that tells me that they're pretty, they're deep into something happening. Where obviously that kind of thing there takes time; it could be months with all that. And uh, so, just knowing what I know based off of what they did with that, the timing of it leads me to believe that the sale is going to happen, and it is it is some, at some point in time. And two, you got to realize Vince McMahon is seventy seven years old, and I was and what I consider his brother Rod, I I'd considered a friend, uh, even though we weren't overly close, but we had talked enough and, and communicated enough over the years. Where I would use that word with him. He was a very good human being with that. And and he unfortunately passed away. I don't know if he was it was 75, 76, or 77 in that range. And you know, and, and he never lived the life that Vince had lived. He was very healthy too. And, you know, Vince is healthy, but Vince obviously has a history of PEDs and, and things, which I do believe, I don't think he ever went overly too too crazy. But and I because I know he's he is a smart man. He where he would know that the health risk of that but still that kind of stuff over a long period of time can influence the the longevity the length of your life where he might know you know he needs to get this stuff all squared away so that he's not putting the burden of the company if he passes away randomly at some point in time where they you know stephanie and hunter and other people have to nick con have to try to sort this out so i really think just the timing of everything all adds up and makes sense and i do think that they're going to sell, and it, it, it's just going to – we're going to have to wait and see if he is able to to stay in power. And I'm just I'm – not, I'm not getting ahead of myself. I think everything's going to work out the way that it needs to work out. I've always been safe and protected from my end of things. I firmly believe that this is the year that I'm going to be able to finally come back with everything, just with, with where my health is at and with all the legal stuff wrapping up and knowing all of that. And uh, I think it's – Going to be a great, great time to be a pro wrestler moving forward. I am looking forward to the Royal Rumble. I, I love the Royal Rumble. It's one of my favorite events every year. The Feed Me More Nutrition, the big guy, male performance formula. Uh, we are awaiting labels to the manufacturer that is being rushed uh, to try to get it back in stock. Is it's one of our best sellers with the Shell Shock weight management formula. We ran out of stock when we did the big year-end Christmas blowout sale on that, and uh, we sold way more. I thought we were going to be good. We were good for for a good period, but we sold so much of it during the holidays that uh it ran out of stock and I, I hate running out of stock on the supplements but uh i'm, I'm hoping within the under, very optimistic on uh, hopefully within the next few weeks on that and the mango candy wake up unlimited energy the manufacturer we it's just waiting to ship out to to the to the fulfillment so that wake up mango candy will be in stock i'm hoping by hopefully by the end of next week on that, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of just waiting the email. I'm just waiting for the email to come showing the shipping log and everything. And I'm like, sweet, because once it ships, it's usually a four or five day deal, and it is uh, put into the system right away, and, and we're ready to go. So. I am going to be able to start doing uh, more appearances because I, I get a lot of emails to do appearances, or a lot of people. I get wrestling stuff, and I, they don't know that I'm not wrestling, which is still crazy to me. I, there's so many people that don't know what's going on, and I'm like, yeah, I bet brother, I haven't wrestled in four years. I don't know if you know this or not. The uh, so there's a little bit of a process with that, but uh, I'm gonna. We got it where uh, my mother is going to be able to be uh, had her adjust some things. I never had to have her do this previously so because with everything and now with the timing of everything and getting back in and starting to do some appearances which i've got another one in baltimore february 5th uh if you're out in baltimore i've got that on my page and uh me darren young's gonna be out there signing i think alongside with me at a big convention celeb celeb fest deal in baltimore february 5th from 10 to 2 uh 10 a.m to 2 p.m so that'll be the next one but uh, I'll be able to start doing more appearances. She's going to have the weekends off so the dogs are, are taken care of with Sophie. And as you know, I love my dogs more than anything. And have sacrificed a lot to keep her alive. And uh, she requires constant care and attention. And it's uh, it is just a choice that I made. And But now with that, I'll be able to – now that I know she's able to be taken care of on the weekends, uh, because I can't check her into places. I can't like, – it is very – it's a lot. So it is uh, – I'm doing the things that I need to do to be able to be, get time freed up. And, you know, when, when the time is right and I know that I'm I'm able to contribute and be available, <clears throat> phone calls will be made and we'll see. And then I'll have a better idea of what we're going to be able to do. And I've got things, ideas in place. And, you know, there's a lot going on with it. And I'm not worried. I'm in shape. I'm in the best shape and getting in better and better shape. And physically, the in the, in the ring stuff, that will all be taken care of. I take that very serious. I have a lot of pride in everything that I do and uh, and know what I would not want to be or what not want to do as far as, you know, I know what needs to be done to make sure that I'm at my best and all that will be taken care of. It's very, it's very, very simple actually. And I'm in a position to control it. And so I'm, I'm very, it's just for me, like I said, I've got to get a little bit more scar tissue in the back of my shoulder. There's a little chunk still stuck to my scapula that is causing issues still and once then i'm like i work on it hours a day and the front of my shoulders we like i saw my therapist yesterday she's like your front of your shoulder we're not getting any more scar tissue breakup and they so that we know it's the rest is in the back which i i know and i know exactly where it's at and it, it just takes hours of rolling on this golf ball and doing different things and this tissue just explodes and breaks but you know to give you an example like when this was at its worst after i started my stem cells and scope i couldn't even put a five pound plate on like an incline press machine. My shoulder joint was just wobbling all over the place, grinding on five pounds. Like and I, I couldn't do anything and it has taken from that point to now. And like now I can get all the way up to three, four plates on the incline and my shoulder is not grinding anymore. And it's just a matter of where it was grinding at all these different levels and I'd like small increments over the years of the scar tissue, figuring this out, working with people, and I figured it out to where I'm like, oh, as long as I don't get that grinding because the scapula stuck. That if I get this clear, I'll be able to do anything that I need to do. I'll get. I'll be back to full strength. And it's never been done before. And it's really, really, it, it's it's just a lot of work. And it's not. It's not giving up. And it's staying patient. And uh, I know the pain that I deal with when I know when it's not right. So I know where I want it to be, so that I don't have to deal with this and have my whole arm atrophy and to live a life. I don't want to do pain pills. and I'm not going to go down that route. I've chosen to learn from the past and to take care of myself. And I sacrificed, you know, it was a my, some, my years from 34 to now. <clears throat> I played a game. I, I bet I put it all on my health and uh, it was well worth it. Because if not, I would have been retired and done and, and lived a very miserable rest of the life. Whereas instead I invested on building a business and my health in my life. And now I'm, I believe I'm going to be given an opportunity, a very rare opportunity to do some very special things. Uh, let's see here. Looking at your question to your guys. Do you think you could defeat Braun Strowman? I think Braun Strowman is is done fantastic and has come such a long ways. I remember seeing him down at NXT when I came down there to rehab after my groin injury, I went down there for like for a week and to train for a few days. And I just remember he was, he was just this big huge guy down there and they obviously had, I think high hopes for him and, but he was just very new. And as, as everybody is at some point in time, and I got to work with him quite a bit with the Wyatt family doing tags and mixed tags and, we have, we've had some interactions on TV where I, I there was actually a thing where I went running around the ring and tackled him into the, into the announce tables. And we did things where we would do live events and on TV where I would go to try to do my stalling suplex on him and he would just block it. He would end up suplexing me and just very, very basic things because, but we had, we've had interactions in the ring and, uh there'd be times i pick him up to shell shock him and then another guy would tag in and make the save. And we, uh, and he was so early on, he always did great with everything. And now he obviously would won the WWE championship or was it the universal championship and he's been used and he had his whole singles run after I was gone. And, uh, and then obviously got the, the random release and then coming back. And I, I think he, he really, I see what he's doing and, and like, he's, I think he's, his, his heart and, and soul is, is into it, into being his best. And he's, he, I'll tell you, he's a very good human being. I like, Braun. he's a very nice guy with that. And uh, so I, I, I'm happy to see him have success. And I definitely think that would be a very, a matchup. A lot of people would probably like to see, you know, prime Ryback back and kicking an ass and, and, and Braun and, is, is the physical specimen that he is. I think that he, obviously he could do a lot of things with that. <clears throat> yeah, I saw Stephanie McMahon had surgery. I'm not sure what happened, but I, I did see that she had, I think they said ankle surgery, right? Somebody asked, what do you what do you love more heavy, low reps or lightweight high reps? Uh so I like both. And I think it depends on your goals. And I will tell you this that, and I have it in my Feed Me More maximum strength size and strength program that we have available on feedmemore.com. The best thing to developing natural size and strength is in what I believe is in a specific low rep range with that that has been proven in, in that I know firsthand from you being younger, and now when I'm able to train in that rep range. It produces, it, 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 when, you, when the diet is, and you're feeding yourself the adequate calories, it produces results better and quicker than anything. That said, I like higher rep, lower weight in the sense of it still could be a lot of weight, but, you know, that that 10 to 12 weight uh, repetition, 10 to 15 reps, 12 to 15 reps. And sometimes, uh, you know, throwing in some really high rep, uh, am wrap as many reps as possible at the end of a workout, all very, very beneficial. Um, depending on what you're going for, I think sometimes too knowing your body, and I even recommend it in the program. You don't do the 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 low weight, the high weight, low reps for for significant periods of time. It's a three or four month program, and then you take you do three or four months at the ten to twelve rep range, and you give yourself a chance to let your body and your joints. It's, that's for your joints and for your tendons. You got to let yourself. You got to be smart. But if you're a power lifter doing things, these people. Have to train in a very specific way for a specific number for uh, for a date of of going to try to do something. But um, it, it, it's oftentimes you'll see. But why do you see power lifters and people end up crippled when they're done? It's because they they max out their joints and tendons, and then when you mix drugs into it with that, they just they 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 end up they go. Oh, we're gonna go till the wheels fall off. So they essentially burn themselves out, and then they have to live a life of misery for the rest of it. I don't agree with that mindset at all. I think it's, so it's like, I think, it's, but again, it depends what your goals are and what you're trying to do. And I like being really strong and I like being really functional and healthy with that. And, and being a pro wrestler, you don't have to have the, the highest squat in the world or uh, you just have to be strong enough to do what you need to do and to stay healthy and to make your money and to be able to do what you do. And I've learned that over the years and been able to evolve my training to go, I don't need to be doing that. There's no benefit for me doing that with that. And so I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of the low, the high weight low reps with good form after warming up properly and knowing, listening to your body and knowing why, like, why, what am I trying to achieve doing this? Like, you know, for me with my shoulder, I'm trying to do certain things pressing and and with my chest and with my shoulders, because I want to be able to translate that to being able to gorilla press guys, to be able to pick up guys very easily and not have my shoulder be unstable so I know where that needs to be, what number I need to kind of be at for that to know that I could, okay, I could be pretty much do anything to anyone that I want with, within the realm of pro wrestling, right? And so, and and I just know that from my listening to my body and knowing what I've been in the past and with that, but it's like, do I need to go into the gym and do I need to be trying to set a, a one rep max on squats or deadlift? I don't. No, no wrestler does. It's ego lifting. And so it's like, and I've already done massive numbers all throughout my life. It's like, at what point do I just like, do I, do I, do I need to keep doing that? You don't, but it's like you, sometimes you lift around people. You can ego gets involved. You get in a competitive environment and you're like, oh, I could do that. I'm a man. And then it's like, well, oh, you're not doing that for a while. You're not doing anything for a while or you're done. <clears throat> so it's kind of my mindset on it. <clears throat> UK, what's going on? Both The Undertaker and John Cena are big stars. Ryback, thanks for doing the stream. Your time in WWE was obviously epic. Thank you very much. How did you adjust from being in a faction to suddenly main eventing pay-per-views, did Vince the office change in how they treated you? Oh, it's a huge difference in being in a faction and going on to on to, to a singles career. And you'll oftentimes see guys that are in factions or in tag teams. It's it's very difficult for them to transition into being a single star. I always had wrestled singles in my time in developmental and and whatnot for the most part. And you do tag matches here and there, but I was never. I was always a singles guy. So that was and to me, even with my run with like with Curtis Axel, as much as I loved it. I like being a singles guy. I like I like having like the responsibility. I like wrestling longer. I la- I like being in control a little more of things uh, as far as uh, like my efforts and and whatnot. So, uh, but when you're in a faction in a group like say, when I was in Nexus, you know that was a very large faction with a lot of guys, and you oftentimes hear the other guys that, oh, this is a good question, a good topic. <clears throat> when you're in a group with a group of guys, there's it's a give and take. So you, and obviously the office can control, you know, I was, I was told like from the office when I was in that, that I'm like, I'm the, the, I'm the, the, the killer. I, and I, like, I'm the, the muscle, the enforcer. I'm the one that has to, 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 to lay the hammer down. And so when we're in Nexus, oftentimes when we would do a group thing and we had different things, they would tell us who was going to say what, what happened was oftentimes Darren Young ended up getting left out because he wasn't vocal enough. He wasn't, uh, he didn't, he was, he was more shy. He'll tell you this himself. He was more laid back and you've got to know how to get yourself over even within a group. So so you've got to know when to be a little selfish, but you also got to know to like, let other guys have their moments too. But oftentimes like John Laurinaitis or whoever the producer was, would just say, they'd come out with Skip Sheffield. They would skip. You got to, you got to like, Make them pull you back. You got to be the one. Do this. You do this on this thing here. It was so. I was. I knew that I needed, and I knew how Vince was, and I knew how WWE from being in the system and being trained the right way. I can't look and be who I am and be throwing fluff or be hesitant or or laid back. It'll make not only me look bad. It'll make the whole group look bad. So I would always tell the guys, and like Heath would always go, "Man, skip, skip, man." He'd be, we'd be in there, like we'd have to like pull them back. I'd be like, I would tell them, I go, look, I'm going to be aggressive. I get in there and I mount a guy. Sorry for the, the brief pause there, TikTok. I go, just yank me off. And I like, <laughs> yank me off. <out. laughs> better, much better. Just pull me back. Let's go ahead and botch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pull me off the guy. And I go and start laying in. I go, it's going to make us look like rabid dogs that much more. And then they like, I, I just know what it needs to look like. and with that. And they know too, but you can't be, we had to go get over and me looking the way that I looked, I had to be like, be, be all in it. And sometimes you're going and you got seven, eight guys all trying to hit a guy. So you want to, you just try to find a spot where you could do something and not other guys. But sometimes I'm like, no, I got to go mount the guy, pull me off. And like you're throwing, sometimes my elbow would hit Heath. My man, Skippy's elbow's hitting me. I go, just pull me off. And he would, they finally, we got it and they loved it. Vince and them loved that rabid mentality with the guys. But if I would have just been sitting back and just be like, oh, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to, I don't want to, don't want to hurt anyone. Not not hurt anyone in the sense like hurt someone's feelings with that. But, but that happened with Darren Young. And what happened? Vince kicked him out of the group because he didn't, like, that's a real thing. And it's known doubt Darren learned a lot from that on, he needs to be more to, to get himself over with that. But it's hard. You've got eight guys. So it's like now that eight guys who are a group who have to work together, who we all got along great and we all cared about each other and came from developmental together and saw the struggles of us coming up and not making money and now being in a prime position. So we all had a good relationship. And me and Wade and Stu to this day, still my one of probably my best friend in wrestling and the guy I trust the most in pro wrestling with that. And like, but we just, we all had a great relationship with each other. And like there too, like Wade was on a mic that Vince made, cause Wade was by far at that point in time, Wade was the most comfortable on the microphone. Cause he'd been doing a lot of talking in FCW. He'd done a lot of commentary, which obviously you've seen how successful that transition has been for him to go into the commentary booth, which I think he is a fantastic announcer and love, love him on commentary greatly miss him wrestling, but I'm very happy that he, he really, really is, is doing so well in that but he was the guy that made the most sense to be to be the figurehead he was the tallest guy he had a great look he had a great voice he was by far at that point in time the most comfortable and, and just a great promo in general on that so he would do a lot of the talking with that but I know I was always very creative and at that time it had ideas and I remember we on the car ride I think it was like the week before that we were doing live events we were all trying to like think of things and I just was like sitting in the I don't know if I think I was in the passenger seat and i just i just go you're either nexus or you're against us like you're either with us or against us but you're either nexus or against us and all the guys just started saying you're either nexus or against us and we're like that's it and so wade we did a thing on i think it was a pay-per-view vince told whoever to give wade the microphone to cut an impromptu promo which on the fly to test us to see and wade Being so cool, calm, and collected, handled it beautifully. But I saw like Wade was talking, and I just felt it. I go, "We need to go home. We need to close." And I just, I don't know what event it was. You could probably find this early on promo with Nexus on a pay per view. I literally walk wherever I'm at in line. I move. I walk behind Wade and move, or I I go behind. I go drop the line, Wade, and he talked, and then he closed it. Whether you're either Nexus or against us, they printed T-shirts. That night they put the order, and we had shirts within. I think the next day, you're either next, that was the original Nexus shirt. And, uh, but that was such a cool thing to be a group and to share all that together and to do all that. But then when you get on your own, everything is on you. It is, it is, it is, is, you don't have anyone to to lean on, to talk to, to count on, on that. Everything is on you. You're out there wrestling longer, promos are on you. You don't have someone talking to you. So the luxury of a group, you have, you know, That was very beneficial for all of us early on in our careers with that. Like I said, Wade was clearly the one who was ready for a singles role and then went on and had a singles role before all of that. And right. And we all there's development that happens with you in in, in the course of your career. And then I obviously had the ankle injury. But that was the the thing that put the chip on my shoulder that pushed me to the next level. They got me ready. That motivation They got me to be Ryback and to be ready for the role that I probably wasn't as ready for, I would have had to been more protected early on as compared opposed to a year and a half later where a lot had changed and a lot. And like, I was, I was just much mentally more ready. And, uh, I'd seen, I got a taste of everything and the nerves. I I wasn't, I wasn't as nervous. Wasn't as scared. It wasn't the unknown anymore. I knew what it was. I knew what I had to do. I saw the, I was in the ring with, we got put with the best right away with Nexus working with Jericho and Cena and Edge. And so I got firsthand experience of what I knew where I needed to be. And so I mentally was able to get myself there being out and coming back as Ryback and uh was very thankful for all of that and, and the is is unfortunate of an event that everything happened. It was I've always been able to find the positives and and to use that that negative energy and turn it into a positive as I have and with this, and it's given me the confidence for this. I, I know I've done this before. This has just been way longer, but it's the same formula. And it's a little different, but the same formula. And much better at the end of it for it. So Because I, I just look for the positives. But that's the difference, man. And obviously, when you're in a group, when they, they treat you, when you're a singles talent, they treat you a little differently. You're treated, you You have you have their attention much more when you're in the main event. Um, and you have their attention the longer you're there. And, you know, when you're newer, th- there's a feeling out process and, and people and learning and, you know, and everyone's different on their comfort. There's some people that were there. You've heard like people, there's some people talk about being there for 10 years and never go talk to Vince. I always went and talked to Vince. I was much more comfortable talking to him the the longer I've been there <clears throat> and been through stuff. But And I had my issues, obviously, and I was uncomfortable with things for my injury. And there's things that we did not talk about that we we should have talked about with that. but. Um, for the most part though, I was always, I was like, I need to go talk to him. And I, I learned that it's just easier to go talk to him than to go talk to other people. But. Looking at your question, here, guys, thank you very much. Uh, good question. Uh, it says, What was the backstage reaction after Punk was on Cabana's podcast? Did you expect Punk to ever come out telling the whole story about why he left? So, I never until this day have not heard that whole thing, I've just heard a little small thing, whatever. Um, I just remember people, I was so clueless to so much of that stuff and just ignored most of stuff I was doing a lot of media at the time though for WWE and I was told specifically they go do not do not retaliate do not talk we do not and like people were asked to not talk about him on like interviews and things so I remember I specifically if you go back and, and you ever heard me on radio shows for Raw or Smackdown during that period people would bring it up and I just leave a positive response you know and, and I would just because that's what they want you to do to get to, to to diffuse it to move on. So it wasn't until later that I finally was able to just like, no, I need to defend myself on this and speak. And and like I just remember too, like the doctors knowing, and I know that they. I think he won on the lawsuit stuff, but like he lied on a lot of stuff. On like he never like a all the whole stuff with me. It was that was a way for him. He knew the damage he was going to do he in tying me into that Um, and it was, and that was his way of doing it because physically, and I've talked about this, he physically could not do anything to me. He knew this. So what, and why didn't he do the verbal stuff when I was there? It's because he physically could not do anything to me. So he waited till he left and then that was his time. Oh, now I could really cause some damage here or that. So, and he had some truths in there as far as the WWE stuff and his, his interactions and things were very similar on different things, the story, but he unfortunately went that route and trying to write negative stuff with with me that had no business in any of that. But like I said, karma works itself out in a lot of different ways. And I'm more than content with the way things have worked out. And I think more and more people understand that over time and the the truths that I've told, I've stuck with, and they all come true on it. Not anything has come over where it's like, oh, he ended up being wrong about that. No, it's, no, Ryback has stayed consistent and holds his guns and it's been true. You know, it's like, you know, I tell you, talk about the table thing, but people still want to bring that up with that. Um, that, <clears throat> it that and I go, it, he landed on padding. His, his whole thing with that, he lied to people and said, he, I dropped him on concrete. One, we broke the table. We didn't go through the middle of the table. We went through the table on padding on that. Not one, I didn't get in any trouble. Nobody pulled me aside. Nobody, we, we executed the stunt as it, there would have been no difference wherever he went through that table. He was landing on padding on that. And that people want to try to come up with things. And there was no interaction, nothing. He made up a bunch of stuff to try to make himself sound like a tough guy on that. And I was like, so but wouldn't have you known WWE or AEW or anybody to do a stunt where you're dropping their talent? Who Him being one of their biggest stars. You know, if I would have dropped him on concrete, you guys would have heard about this right away. It would have been all over the dirt. I would have been pulled off TV. I would have been done. There would have been there or there. I would have been fined. There wouldn't have been nothing. Why did it take him all that? Because he physically could never, ever do anything to me. This was his way of hurting me. So he lies. It's been proven that he will do things. He's very manipulative. He's a self-proclaimed so- sociopath. I don't know what else to tell people. It doesn't take away from the things that he's done wrestling. I think he's done a lot of great things. And de- but I think he's one of those people. He's very manipulative. And when he doesn't things, he's angry. He does he does things and acts in a way that I just think is just not good. And We've seen that kind of tell itself over the course of, of time with it but there was no the backstage as far as to answer your question it was just people shaking their heads just at him in general with that and if you ever listen to anybody talk, like you go back to the him trying to give a tough guy locker room speech uh that he was like gonna beat people up if for people there was supposedly something an iphone cord missing booker t's told the story cody's told the story i've told the story in the past where like everyone is just like, what is wrong with this guy? And it clearly that but he thought that mentality about himself and he went into the UFC and he got he got humbled really quickly on that. But you've seen you're dealing with that kind of personality. It's just I can't imagine in a million years ever, you know, in the you talk into a locker room of guys, all of guys that could beat you up and like to, to like try to come across like that and and it, it, like it just I'm like. That was the, the choice of words that you decided. you think is going to rally people together? And like, it, it wasn't. It was just like, what? Thank you, Tyler Sugar. That yeah, the TLC match 2012 at Barkley Center against the Shield, me, Daniel Bryan, and Kane. That was a crazy match. Crazy, crazy match that was a lot of fun r v d also mentioned it that punk believes his own hype yeah r v d great human being great guy get along with him fantastic he's honestly one of the from my childhood watching like just one of the most genuine true guys and not because of the what whatever he said about punk on that believing his own hype, but there's it's all physical acting. I've always talked, uh, that's all All my success is because they they allowed for me to play that role. And anytime I put someone over, it was because they had me, that was the role that they that they asked me to play. That's all that pro wrestling is. And that's why I try to get people to have respect for pro wrestlers. It's Everybody's just physical acting and playing a different role. You don't look down at people for playing in a movie and playing a role in a movie that isn't the lead role. It doesn't happen that way. So I go, why in pro wrestling do we knock talents in, in like, it's not, you know what I mean? it's, it's, it, 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 I try to stress that to view the business as that. And that's why I use the word physical acting. And it's the toughest thing in the world. And it destroys your body. And there's a lot of real elements of emotion and story and passion and love that goes into it. And some things are more real than others with it, depending on the role that you're playing. Sometimes you're playing a role in delivering a promo that is very, very close to your heart and close to home. Other times it's something that is completely made up and you're not really attached to depending on what the role is and who, what you're playing and what you're talking about, but it's physical acting at the end of the day, you know, going out there, like I tell with people, you know, why people should thank me that I went out there and made CM Punk. And I, I, my undefeated streak with that to help pro- fuel him into going against the rock. Why is it? That was a role that I was put into to help for that, to make him more credible going into the rock and filling in for an injured John Cena. It wasn't Ryback fail. There were a lot of things that went on, and after that, with that and that, that were tied into the the, the legal stuff going on. But it's all physical roles that you're playing, you, so you can't fail if you know what you're doing with that. And that's why I try to stress and get people to understand. It's just a matter of some people play more significant roles for longer periods of time than other people, and it's but it doesn't mean you know a guy that all the people that that put me over time and time again. And there's a lot of people I've got wins against. Hall of Famers and the best of all time with that. That was because they let me. It wasn't because I went out there and took it. It was because I was in a position to go out there and play a role with that. And anytime, you know, leaving, leaving, and I know I'm leaving and and I didn't sign the new contract. You asked me to put over Kalisto, who was the smallest guy on the roster, beyond talented, great human being, no problem. Do whatever I need to do to do good business. Never any problems, never any issues anything with that because I understand it's physical acting that's why I always tell if I talk to a person in wrestling they'll ask me for advice I tell them work hard conditioning on that and keep a positive outlook it's physical acting so in whatever role that you're asked to play I go go into it with a positive attitude and do your best because I go if you're asked to go put another guy over put him over and I go because you would want the other person give it everything you got don't creatively shut down have it make sense. Do things, do if you got to do th- certain things, know how the psychology works for that particular matchup, but you would want somebody to put you over and not have a bad attitude. Right? So that's something that I was, and I was taught that at a young age and always have had with that and progressing. Now that, that comes a point when you have to know who you are, what your value is, and then ask certain questions creatively. That's a different thing at, when you get advanced in your career, but as you're coming up in, in, in the game and coming along, There's an attitude to have it in physical acting is the best way to have a good attitude about it and not take anything personal. And I always tell young people that when I talk to them on that, because that will give yourself the opportunity to eventually become a star to then have more power and more say and more creative input when that time comes. That is not something that you have early on in a career until you are at a certain point with that. Uh, Thank you very much saying I saved Kalisto from a serious injury when you made that uh, split second save to catch him and still sell the move. You're the man right back. Thank you very much. Always. And that comes down to conditioning and knowing where you're at and and awareness. And there's a lot that goes into being a professional wrestler. There's a lot of little things and basics and things from a psychology standpoint and footwork standpoint and knowing where you're at and knowing where they're at that if conditioning is not an issue and you're in shape and you're not worried about blowing up or breathing, you're very self-aware. And that was one of those moments that I clearly saw knowing because I asked the right questions when he's going to do that move, where do you want me? Where do you usually land? This is, this is, this, these were things we talked about on this particular move. So I knew where he was supposed to be based where I was, where we talked about. And when I saw that, that, that was not going to be the case, I'm able to adjust last second. Now, had I not known had I not known any of that, if I had not asked the right questions going into that, had I not known what the move was going to be and he just tried to go do so, I may not have been as aware to know that I need to do something here with that. But that's why in being a pro wrestler, there's levels to this stuff. More than just knowing how to do flips and different things, there's a lot that goes into to being good in, in pro wrestling. And oftentimes the things that people in the business know and the people that you're taught That is a different, whole different set of skills, and then what I think sometimes fans think or even aware of. Uh, I don't think there's racism in WWE, I don't, I don't, never saw anything that would lead me to believe that. (sighs) I apologize, TikTok on the live. My phone is at the last 10%, my phone charger die during the thing so we'll keep the stream on a little longer on uh on TikTok, but maybe have to stop it in a few minutes. If you join us swing on over to Ryback TV guys and subscribe to this, you can catch the show still going on. Hey right back. I can't feel my side delts when doing lateral raises even though I'm using light weights. Got any tips? Uh that's very difficult to be able to tell you that without seeing your form and seeing how you're doing it. Uh I would suggest too, trying to trying if you go to like a machine and using a delt machine and there's different things there's ones where you grab handles and you're going more straight out. There's others it may just be the positioning of your of your elbows and your how your how you're doing the movement um I would try to get the feel on a machine and to see, so you know exactly that feel and kind of in that, that, that motion. And then with when you're using dumbbells, sometimes it, you just got to find the right angle with that. And, but you're doing the right thing and not going too heavy. I've seen oftentimes a lot of people just go way too heavy and are swinging weights. And at the end of the day, like, the heavier that you go on something and your form is, is not as good. You're stressing your, your joints and your tendons the cartilage in your body and it's it, that stuff wears over time. Whereas if you, you train properly and efficiently and you could train heavy still, but do it the right way, your body will be will thank you later. And you will thank your body later as well. Tyler didn't see the super chat here. Can you say hi to my dog, Precious? <laughs> Sweet Sugar Sugar, coming in with those super chats today. Hello, Precious. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you understand me. Rough, rough. <laughs> That's a good... I like the name Precious for a dog. That's I, I, a very good name for a dog. I, I like names like that for animals. Uh, good question. Did you see a change in your pay-per-view pay for better or worse when WWE started giving away the pay-per-views away for free on the network? How did the boys feel? Did anyone voice their opinion against it? Hated it. Everyone hated it. Uh, pay went down. And, oh, we're taking it for the team. It's a team. And then they, they said they were going to be able to go back and look at the average of past pay-per-views and things uh, of that. And all I know from people that were there, everyone's pay went down outside of I don't know like the the obviously like the punk and Cena's, maybe were on different deals and getting different numbers uh all I know is for the majority of the people that that I knew and talked to and what I'd seen from what I was getting numbers had went down and it sucks I've I, I think I wrestled during the worst period to be a wrestler they screwed us on video game pay when I was there I never once got a good video game check we were told well, because of the bad deal, like the, the company, everyone, everyone made money except for the wrestlers made very little money on like for four years of being in video games. And I'm talking a massive, massive pay difference uh, of, of what it used to be from people to, to what it was when I was there. And it, it, it's absolutely it, I, I try not to think about it too much because it makes me angry. Um, but I just know that knowing every everything's going to be made up the, the next time. So. <clears throat> uh, I like Daniel Bryan a lot. Me and him always get along and joke around. He's a shit disturber. He's an instigator, but you just got to know how to handle him and know how to talk to him. But that's—I always call—he's like a little bully, people. But he does that. like hes he, hes he talks about it. He's—he—he he will tell you that himself. But he tries to find ways to entertain himself. And I, I, I like Dan O'Brien a lot, though. I was wondering what's going to happen to the women's division if WWE is sold to Saudi Arabia. Their government view women. Uh, wrestlers differently than the United States do you think a lot of wrestlers will leave I have no idea man I'm not even it's not I I don't think they're gonna do you think they're gonna sell the company to and to and do you think that that's gonna I don't see that have any bearing on what the WWE I think the WWE if it was sold to them will be ran like an American company still if that is what if that is what finally happens I do not think they are gonna they are gonna implement their views on on that onto an American product there would be no benefit and i think wwe would not allow that to happen that the deal being taken place that they there would be so i think a lot of times i think you guys sometimes just worry about things to because you have nothing else going on and you're just like choose to try to be upset and worry about things and i don't know if wrestlers are going to leave i don't think it has any i think if that deal is done though i don't, I don't think there's really it, it, I like. I put up a video joking with the music on that, like because that's what people think. Like everything's just going to change, like of the culture of the company, and I don't think that would be the case at all. And uh, but I, I like my thing is, it's like I don't worry about things I don't know. With that, we'll see what happens with, with everything. But like, if you think they're going to like sell to Saudi Arabia, then they're just going to like just completely destroy the women's division. do you realistically think that, like in your mind, and possibly the way that you think you might think that? But like, I think I think it's pretty ridiculous. To whoever the guy that's con- super concerned about like the racism in WWE, I highly suggest, brother, that that like if you're that passionate about it, you get involved in the business and and you, you, you get a job within WWE, and then you're inside the walls, and then you could be searching for the racism that you so desperately want to find. And then you could take action, and you could be the, the cause of positive change for something that you want to believe in. I just told you what I thought based off my entire career being there. Now, is it possible that there's individuals that have views? I don't know. Maybe on that, I never saw anything, never was led to believe of anything. You could ask somebody else. Maybe they have a different answer. All I could give you is my experience there. But like, if you're gonna to continue to harp and be obsessed about it, you're gonna get shell-shocked out of Rybackville. Cause like, brother, man, get a life. Do something or do something about it. Don't bitch on a comment section here that no change. I just told you my honest opinion on it. Go get involved in the company. Go, go, look for the go look for what you're looking for, and then you be the cause of change. That's how you that's how you do things in life. So get off your ass, go go apply at wwecorporate.com and you go you go figure it out all right cool man <laughs> guys we're going to end the tiktok here cuz my phone's going to die my battery go on over to ryback tv i appreciate everyone on tiktok watching live ryback tv on youtube please subscribe thank you guys sorry everyone just said that. <clears throat> all right Yeah, if your brother's eight years old, he doesn't need to be taken. There's nothing. I mean, protein powder is fine. The plant protein to get a little extra to, to meet protein requirements, which he wouldn't need a lot at eight years old. But there's no reason for an eight-year-old to be taking supplements. Now, unless it from a doctor and it's something specific and he has a dietary need, a deficiency, that's a different situation. But uh, that's not a question that I, I, I should be answering or would answer. My real height is six foot two. Barefoot. <clears throat> bear versus gorilla, who you got? Man, it depends on the bear and the gorilla. I would have to see them beforehand and to see their attitudes and how they size up. Because I've seen some videos of some pretty friendly bears in Russia hanging out, sitting on dudes' couches while they drink vodka. And it looks like the bear is the friendliest, jolliest bear in the world. I don't know if I'd want that bear going up against a killer silverback gorilla that that's pissed off. And, and and vice versa. If there's this a uh, rabid bear that is just ruthless and just thirsty for blood, and I and I, it looks like you know a bear versus gorilla. I that's those bears are <clears throat> bears are no joke. Gorillas can rip your arms off, and I think it's just dependent on the situation. Full size silverback versus. <laughs> I, I love this as a random question, though. Full-size silverback versus full-size gorilla. Both blood. (laughs) (laughs) I deep down want to go with the gorilla because me being my nickname, the silverback as a kid, but I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I I think that it it could, I don't know what the odds are. It could be a 60-40 if they fought 10 out of 10 times. I don't know. Bears, I know, or or I I would not want to go up against either. I can tell you that much. Joe Rogan, I, I, have a, I would, I would be, I would be really curious for Joe Rogan to answer. I love listening to Joe Rogan talk about killer animals. He's so passionate about it, but he's not wrong. Like I just posted a video of the guy that was in the water of it, holding onto an anaconda tail, and I'm just like, brother, what are you, what are you doing? What are you trying to pull that thing back to you for? Like that thing could suck you into the water and, 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 and evaporate you in a heartbeat. But that's the world it mean, I think that's what's oftentimes like too, like Joe talks about like his mindset, like on, on the, the vegan diet and things. And it's not, it's not that he's against it. I think he's just of the, he understands like that mindset of what, of like life and where we've evolved. And like, if you're in the wild, it's hunter be hunted. There's a lot of animals that are not compassionate or not going to hug you and lick you. They're going to rip you apart. If you don't fight for your life and you know, so, but we also live in a point in time where we, there's like all different views on this stuff. I always, and I understand that view and like the carnivore diet because dependent on the time that you were alive and, and your your where you lived and what your surroundings were, maybe you had no choice but other to eat meat, and right? And then there's others, we know civilizations that were, were purely plant-based and had lived very long lives. And they, like, I think as we just take information, look like, okay, it shows plant-based diet, for, produces great results and for longevity and has all these benefits. And there's a lot of misconceptions that we had with it. And it's taking information and and learning and evolving and growing and applying. And it's just but like Joe's very like meat oriented and I get it. And I understand it with that, but it's from that mindset of that, that, that hunter be hunted living in the wilderness mindset. And it's a very real thing. You've got it. It's not like made up, like the majority of life kills life. But like to be human is to be different, and we do have compassion and, and understanding and love, and and that where we are we are supposed to be the leaders, and we can control a lot with our mindset on how we how we live lives. And we've seen a lot of killer animals can be loving in different situations if groomed properly. And but still, life is something I'll never fully understand. I don't think any of us will. And uh, the world is wild. But I would be interested in Joe's take on the bear versus gorilla. David, thank you very much for the nice comment. Uh, somebody says Ryback, can you give me some motivation? I got into my junior wrestling season mid-season, and I need, and I need some uh, motivation to get back into shape. Brother, you got to just take. You got to go one day at a time. <clears throat> You've got to you got to map out a game plan. You, you know, wrestling is the, I mean, in, in amateur wrestling is so difficult. It's like the, 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 it's never not easy. So you have to go one day at a time, trying to better yourself and do the things that you need to do to get into shape. And then you need to build on that each day. You're going to have some, you're going to, it's going to absolutely suck early on, you know, and I'm just going to give you an example. Like I, I stopped doing burpees for a good period of time because of my shoulder, because it really was, it was bothering my shoulder on the push up portion uh, with where the scar tissue was and I go, okay, I'm just going to avoid this until I and do up my other forms of conditioning. Um, but I've started doing burpees again the past few weeks because I'm, I'm feeling really good and I want to get myself in, in prime shape. And it, that really translates to pro wrestling for me with that and total body conditioning. Um, but the first day that I started doing my burpees again, uh, my abs started cramping up really, really bad. Because the movement you're 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 using your core a lot when you're popping up from the pushup, when you pop back up into position to jump up, there's it's like doing an ab, a really hard aggressive ab tuck, kind of when you're coming up. And I think I only got 30, I got to 30 repetitions and I felt amazing, like my I wasn't like tired, but my but my stomach was cramping so bad. And I go, Jesus, I can't. I can't keep doing these. Like my, it was like, I couldn't, my, my abs were so locked up and I go, so I go, okay, that's my starting point. And I've just added upon those. And I, I've just got up to 55 the other day with without you know, the cramping started right around 50. And I was like, okay, we've just improved that by, but within a week and a half, two weeks by 20 something. And I'll just keep doing that and keep going up. My point on it is, is you just, you get a starting point with where you're at, And you add on that. And every day, you just try to get a little better, a little better. You know what you need to do to be in shape for amateur wrestling. So whether it's breakup, do multiple day workouts. You do a morning workout. You recover. You do a night workout on top of your training. Whatever that is, you've got to do to get yourself ready and to say, in two weeks, I want to be in prime shape for three weeks. You just got to realize that if you're getting into it mid season, you're not going to be in the shape that you would be if you were going all out from the beginning and doing everything. You can don't worry about Everyone else, just worry about bettering yourself one day at a time. But you've got to do the work. You've got to, right? So it's like every day that you're not doing the work, you're, you're making it that much more difficult on yourself. It doesn't matter if you're only doing whatever you're doing work-wise. Do what you can and then build upon that each and every day. Hayden. I took I was reading this very seriously and you got me at the end. I had a friend who tried to get into stand-up comedy, but he wasn't very good, probably because he was in a wheelchair. <laughs> That's messed up, man. <laughs> uh I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that joke in my my Rolodex of, of, of jokes. I love the random comments that we'll sometimes get here on the Ryback show. Will we ever see Goldberg versus Ryback? Uh, I don't know man. I don't know what Goldberg's uh, status is and health is, uh, you know, obviously in father time will will get all of us, and he's still from last I saw him looked amazing. and um uh, but i I don't know. I think we're gonna have to just kind of wait and see what happens with the sale of WWE and uh, I do believe I'm going to be back, not saying WWE, but I'm going to be back wrestling. So it's just a matter of of if that is something that can be be done, if it's possible. And I think there's i I, I say never say never with anything. I do think it, it, it's, I am personally highly interested in that and always have been because I just think it, it is a it's a natural built-in story that, and I, I think I am very confident in my ability on all ends of it to make it a very good story uh, altogether. And uh, I've thought about that multiple times on different scenarios and different things, but it is something, uh, and look, is physical acting. That is a role. That is very, very appealing to me, and but I don't like I don't I'm so laid back and easy going. Like if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I just like, man, it's the time for it to happen is probably it, nearing the end. I would say, I'd say I would say, and that's more based off of I think on and the the older that Bill gets and and things, and I believe I'm my best years are ahead, knowing where I'm at now. I feel better than I did when I wrestled, like, but. I think it's there's, you know, if a deal could be put in place and everything, the wrongs of the past are righted, you know, if a sale happens and, and there was something that came across, I'm like, hey, we have this opportunity to do this at WrestleMania. And, and it was everything, all the, everything fell into the perfect place. Never say never. But do I see that happening? No. <laughs> Uh, Cynthia, we're going to shell shock you out of here. I don't know. You're not even, you're just leaving weird things. I don't know. That was a weird string of messages. You're very welcome, buddy. Good luck with everything. Do the work. You got to be hungry each and every single day. I've got a, a, a thing back there behind me that says success is never owned. It's rented and the rent is due every day with that. And it's, don't let your past accomplishments or anything—it's great. It's great for confidence and all those things. But we got—you got to constantly be able to do the work. You've got to, you've got to you got to—you got to—you got to invest in that that jar every single day. You've got to—you've got to put that energy into what you're trying to do every day. I'm so Jason. Thank you very much saying I was your inspiration to get back in the gym. And for the past 15 years, I feel so good. Uh, thank you much better. I feel so much better. I wanted to, you're very welcome, buddy. That's so cool to hear that. I, I, honestly, it's, it's, it's my life. I'm passionate about it. And I truly believe it, 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 the better we look and feel the better. I think we act and treat people. And, um, and just, I think it just, I think it gives us more opportunities and, I just don't believe we're, we're meant to live life out of shape and unhealthy and, and people do. But I think we can get so much more out of life if we really fully recognize that how big of an impact that has on, on our mood and just everything in general. Brandon, yeah, the Goldberg. Again, you got to understand with the right storyline, it has nothing to do with about have something to prove. It's about creating compelling television and getting people emotionally invested. And I believe there is a lot to sink my teeth into on that. That would be very, very entertaining. And not just the match, not just the physical. There is a lot from a from a verbiage standpoint, from from a from a television standpoint that can be done with that. And I think that people have not seen my best work on when I'm allowed to be me and use my creative input. I think it's a whole other level. I'm very good at just doing what I'm what I'm what I'm told. with that, when I have say, and what I think people have seen in my stuff that I, I'm a very creative person. That I think that a lot of magic could be done with that, <clears throat> and not just with him, with a lot of people. I've talked about. I would actually be in. in I would be interested at some point in time being a creative, like in the creative meetings and because I, I I just see things and I believe I have a good wrestling mind in my opinion. And I don't care if you agree with me or disagree with me. I've been in the business my whole life and I've watched since I was a child with it. And I, I have an understanding of what things and I would like to be, I think that there's, um, I, I, am more interested like, I like that creative, because I I like to, I want to be in there. I want to hear what people are saying when things are going on and too about your own stuff. Like, Oh, what was that? And like, maybe able to like to be able to have conversation. Let's talk about why do you want to do that tonight? Like what's, how's that going to benefit anybody? I think you need more people in there that are, that are not afraid to ask the right questions or speak up. And I think it's, I've never been, been that way. So it, uh, the creative aspect of things is, you know, I would love to be in the AEW creative thing in here like wh- what's going on with Wardlow why have we gone the route that we've gone with him right now right like there's I, I would those are questions that I would like to know and like well what can we do to get the guy back go and get that momentum this guy was just the most over thing we had six seven months ago And we let's let's figure out a way to let because we're all going to make more money if he's doing better with that so that's just one little small little thing like you could do this just look at people on the roster. And it's like when the mindset is how can you make the biggest stars possible? Your 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 ideas start changing to better ideas, rather than than when that is not the mindset. What was it like meeting Hulk Hogan? I've met Hulk multiple times uh always uh i man i have nothing but love for hulk hogan and uh i remember i talked he came up he sat we were sitting in la at a table at the uh staple center at the time i don't know if it's still the staple center but in la for for a tv or pay-per-view and uh we were he was sitting we were eating next to each other and we were just talking about he was talking about the secret and like the the law of attraction and how he listens to that when he works out over like music and I go, you know, I do that too sometimes. I go, I still do music in there, but I go, I have times where I just do that also. And uh, we just had a nice conversation, just about being positive and uh, overcoming negatives, and uh, I, I, that always sticks in my mind. And I saw him again when I came back in San Antonio when I made my return as babyface Ryback right against Bo Dallas. That was a surprise when I when I came back after the Ryback's thing and off TV for a little bit. And uh, he, I didn't know he was going to be there. He was backstage. <clears throat> And uh, I was all pumped up and feeling jacked up and good. And he, he we ran into each other, and he, oh, he was a brother. You look like a machine, and uh, that always was like, I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Hulk Hogan told me I look like a machine. <laughs> he's he still just a massive human being. and looks at that time. He, obviously, he's much older now. He still looks great, and even with all his injuries, and still hanging and banging and, and clanging and, and, and going strong but he looked great at the time still too. And I always, always appreciate the, he was, he was very kind and he had nothing but positive things to say. And uh, he was just always, Oh, he's always very kind with me. Obviously I never wrestled with him. I don't know if if things were different, you know, back when he wrestled and obviously probably were from a political standpoint, but he just seems very, I feel like I get along even better with past wrestlers. Like the, 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 the Kevin Nashes, the stone colds, the Hulk Hogan's and, those guys that I've talked to, like, I, I feel like i talked to those guys in, in Nash, Austin, much more than, than, than Hogan, but like just the short, brief interactions. I just, I feel like, like that psychology and mindset of certain things that there's been a disconnect from, from when I got into the business to, to now I, and there's still a lot of guys that, that and things evolve and change. But I feel, I just, in talking to them, I, I, I agree with their view of things a lot more. <clears throat> No, I don't think it's true that I was banned from WWE. I think people, a lot of people write and, you know, I'm going to tell you guys this. I had to make a call to one of the guys from one of the wrestling websites. <clears throat> it, it Very upsetting. There's so many things that are just put out there. And this is where I, I try to get inform you guys on like how it's been six and a half years and things. There's a portion of people that hate my guts and don't want to listen to anything and think I'm the worst human being in the world. In this, and this, and part of the reason for this is from the lies and things that have put out repeatedly that I can't control. There was a thing Ricky Starks did an interview with one of the wrestling things, or with with a, with a publication, and I guess he re, it was he he talked about the. Remember we did this was before he was Ricky Starks. He was just a local talent in WWE, Corpus Christi, Texas. <clears throat> was it corp not not Corpus Christi, Laredo, Texas, <clears throat> Laredo. And it was I was just getting into the Bully Ryback stuff, <clears throat> and uh, he was he talking about that scene. But the, it was on Twitter. There was a link. <clears throat> it popped up. It says Ricky Starks talks about bizarre backstage incident or segment with Ryback. And so instantly I go I go okay they've got the clickbait title bizarre. Let what, what what's so bizarre about a backstage Bully segment? But that's what they do. They'll create something to try to. Right back and bizarre. Let's. So I click on it. I go. Let's just see what was said in this because I know exactly what happened and everything. And so Ricky, it's the interview, and he just talks about it. And that WWE bought him new shoes and new stuff, right? Because I had to slap him with tuna. I think we did one or two takes. I don't know if it was maybe. I don't know if it was any more. But there was something where they they wanted him to be very timid and scared, and I'm being very aggressive. They had the angles and the camera. I just massive and like a real asshole right and that was what we were going for later that night I had to fight Cena in the main event uh that night I think it was a tables match uh on Raw that night for me versus Cena so it was really like get me as much heat as possible on that but uh I had to slap him with the tuna and we got like the tuna all over his face and in his ear and I was very thankful to him as I always with local people he was great guy he did an amazing job and uh and he just mentioned that I I, I was thankful and that but I saw him years ago he was in town I was at my LVAC gym that I go to this was where I was really hurt this might have been 2017 or 18 and uh he came up to me and I, I recognized him because I'd seen him he'd been a local for WWE he'd, he'd done multiple times but we we'd worked together and I have a good memory and hey buddy just talking and uh and then he'd ask me said he had a wwe tryout coming up and he asked me for advice on anything that that he should be prepared for and i just told him conditioning burpees they're going to try to tire you out i go if you make sure that you're in the best shape physically possible conditioning wise you'll be able to, to not get broken down and tired and you can do the other things well that you're not going to be so like out of shape and they're going to see that and you're going to look really good uh, because they tried and i told him burpees and things for your legs stairmaster things to keep your legs because they try to they do a lot of things where they try to burn your legs out i know this from first-hand experience with it and then guys start dropping like f- flies and get jelly legs and and then they really try to mind fuck you on things and it, it, it's i've seen i've seen it and so i just shared with him that and keeping a positive attitude i've told you guys the physical acting and keeping a positive attitude and in just that whole spiel and uh and and thanked him again for everything and and he'd mentioned that in the thing, but prior to that, what they did, they they set it up with, um, and whoever wrote this, it was Ryback. Uh, which this was all a positive thing, right? There was a positive interaction with two guys. Ricky's gone on to do great things now in AEW. He's really coming into his own. I'm very happy and proud for him. Like it, it's a really cool little story. Hearing him being the local and that, and and like, and now having his success and shining, right. it so it's like there's no negatives or that that should be involved in any of this but no they they have to before they they started off with ryback who is uh has a has a has a horrible reputation uh from his twitter from strange and negative comments and different things just it was they they had to clarify that was what they decided to put into this this thing and i and i like i just i literally saw the thing and i and i saw who the site was that published it and i made a phone call to the guy happened to have the guy's number that that runs the thing and i just i just just told him what i thought and i think they changed it and took it down and just left the piece out without that i go i go you tell me i go what business i go why is that even being put in a positive article but that's the things that people do to try to knock you get, But people read that, and they go, yeah, Ryback, right but no proof of anything, no nothing. I go, and I told the guy, I go, why isn't it Ryback who's overcome needing a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement with 19 stem cells, who's putting out positive things in this world each and every day, who's doing this, who's the owner of Feed Me More Nutrition, now it's 13 supplements, been in business for six years who's thriving outside of the WWE, who does the Ryback show, who wrote a motivational book. I go, why Why isn't that the story that's being put out there for people to understand on a positive piece? Why is it a negative that's being put in there? That's not even true. Or if it is, like, that's a guy not putting facts. It's just that that writer truly, that's just, I go, but what business does that have being in a positive article? Why? Because people might look at me in a positive light. Man, Ryback was nice to him back then, and when he saw him again years later. I go. Why do you have to try to tell Ryback is a bad reputation? A bad reputation with who? I don't have a bad reputation with people that follow me, that like me, that see all my stuff I do every day. I go, but amongst they go this, but they go that's the the thing that got started getting put out with it, and it, it's just like and I and he knew right away, and I, I it was a brief phone call. I told him what I thought, and I hung up on that, and I don't, I don't want I have the person blocked on everything, and luckily they went and changed it, so so good for him for doing what he should have done to begin with with that and uh but it, that's the kind of stuff like with people you see there's just this negativity and hate and i'm like it, it's but people see that they don't follow and then they just think i can see people they go all you do is just post hateful negative things like what are you talking about Where like but people read things from whoever posts and then they just form conclusions and it's like okay but that—that's an unfortunate part of life and an unfortunate part of being famous or being known. <clears throat> hey, Walter Double W. Good to see you, buddy. I appreciate. It. Hope you and the family are doing well, also. Uh. Jason, very cool, man. I'm happy you're doing well. And man, it's it's all just, it's all we can do is just try to be our best. Being in shape, it it has such a, that's why I'm very passionate about that and feed me more nutrition and trying to help people just be their best. And that's why I I try to get people to understand that, that the whole hashtag hungry, the feed me more hashtag hungry. That is my Nike, just do it. Like it is, it is a mindset day in and day out that if we can embrace that and like, you know, and I'm not. Very transparent with everything that I do. Yeah, I'm on TRT, HRT at normal levels. I'm not abusing steroids. I've been on it since I was 28. I have to work very hard. I have normal hormone levels with that. These supplements, I started creating this stuff in my 20s. I became passionate about supplements when I was a teenager and different herbs and seeing my mom with different things. And I really became fascinated with that and having access to the internet at a young age at, at high school and college and learning about this stuff and seeing what companies were doing. And what I had a vision for and what I believed in that that truly genuinely helped me investing in myself and my health. And that is an extension of me. And that's why I truly think that makes me different than a lot of the other companies and and putting ingredients because I use my cupboards are stocked full of this stuff. It's because it's my stuff. It's an extension of me and the team that, that I work with with this, but it's all me and my stuff with that that I use. And I will not put bad stuff in my body. And if I ever learn, I'm, I'm open-minded and try to constantly improve and better things. And with that, and I just think it, we offer superior products to the majority of, of supplement companies, especially the big ones that are using harmful ingredients and things they don't care about people. And not to say that they can't have some good things, but like anybody company using the artificial sweeteners and colors and just certain, certain things. There's companies that do like, there's some companies that are putting five six hundred milligrams of caffeine in in uh in in like in, in like they're super stimulants and i don't know how they're getting away with it i go that is that's not good with that and like that's why like the research shows for most people there's a certain level that they should have and that 350 400 milligrams a day so that's why when we wake up a little bit of energy leave it at the max for the people that want the max but in in Recommend people though do half a scoop with that if you have a lot of other caffeine throughout the day in different things, or know what your level is, your tolerance level is. But there's people that are always using ingredients that aren't good, and other companies that are using pro hormones and pro steroids and things that shut your body down. And <clears throat> I just don't, I don't like it, man. So it's like too, like the Liver King stuff with that, and just a bullshitter. I blocked that guy years ago. He's a grade A bullshitter with it, and it's like in. He, he recently came out and said, to like, oh, I'm going to go natural. He ain't going to fucking go natural with that. He's lived a whole life of lies. And so he's just continuing to them. I'm Like, I would love to see you. Let's see you go natural. Let's see you just be on TRT. That's natural within in the normal ranges. Let's see you do that. And let's see what you look like. And let's see, let's see you keep, you know, pushing your testicles down your throat and, and saying that that's why you look the way that you look that guy he talk about a fraud in every every way shape and form of it and it he is in the he's the reason why supplement businesses and owners and people get a bad rep from pieces of shit like that so i just have zero tolerance for any of that And he's he's trying to to his credit he's he's doing interviews doing everything in his power to save face but all those visitors, just like you that's, that's why anybody that's in the know never treated him with any respect because it's like you're a fucking liar you're lying to people's faces you're a bullshitter just get out of here. Jason thank you very much good luck. You just had you had a uh, we had our firstborn son our little prince one month ago and she is currently pregnant with our second child wow congratulations Jason and uh, man I really thank you very much for your true motivation to me and my family thank you very much I, it's kind things like that that make me very happy to hear that 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 with everything going on and that still being seen despite everything and uh, I wish you guys nothing but but health and happiness together. Yo, is that Goldberg? You know it, brother. Who's next? You're next. The next one to get shell-shocked out of Rybackville. Greek and Leaf, thank you for playing. Meat hook, shell-shock, you do no longer exist. (laughs) I hope it was worth it. I'm never going to think about you ever again. With that, guys, I'm going to go watch some football here. i got to go go take the dogs to the park in a little bit. And uh, I've got a big cardio and sauna day, big conditioning day today I've got to do. So uh, I appreciate all the love and support as always. Please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. We've got all the Ryback merch. We've got sweaters. we got beanies, T-shirts, tank tops, workout tank tops, drink wear. We've got hats. We've got everything, guys. Not just Ryback stuff, other stuff too, uh, workout apparel and stuff. So check that out. Guys, new customers can save 30% with discount code Ryback30, Ryback30. Regular returning customers can save 20% with discount code FeedMe20. And you also get a free bottle of our 123 Muscle Joint Tendon Support as your free gift. Just select that on the pop-up one on the website. I thank you guys all for the love and support. Let's have a great weekend. Enjoy some football. And uh, until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more.